Did you know that studies have shown affirmations can profoundly influence your psychological well-being, enhancing self-confidence and reducing anxiety? Here at Positive Birth Australia, we have crafted a 20-minute birth affirmations track filled with soulful, carefully curated affirmations to empower, inspire, and guide you to deeply remember the power you hold within. And to my fellow belly birth mothers, we have created a track specifically for you to honor that all birth is a sacred moment of profound significance. For only $5, you can download and immerse yourself in our affirmations track to transform your mindset in the lead up to birth and during labor, serving as a potent reminder of the inherent power and love you possess. Visit us at www.positivebirthaustralia.com or head to the show notes and follow the link provided to start your journey toward a more empowered birth experience. Welcome to Positive Birth Australia, a podcast created to empower and educate mothers along their own pregnancy journey. Each week, I'll be sharing insightful and inspiring birth stories and advice in the hopes to help you create your own positive birth experience. I'm your host, Sky Marie. Let's get into today's show. Welcome back, guys. Today's episode features a gorgeous mama named Michelle who had three amazing and calm, all-natural births within a hospital environment. This is a really quick episode, but a super encouraging one that highlights the importance of trusting your body and letting it do what it is designed to do. I know you guys are going to love these birth stories as much as I do, so please enjoy. Thank you for coming on today's show, Michelle. That's okay. Do you want to just quickly tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, like where you live and who's in your family? Yeah, so uh, I live in the Redlands, Mm -hmm. um, which is in Brisbane, Queensland. Um, And there's myself and my husband, Greg, and then I've got three kids. So I've got Taj, who is nine, and Kai, who is six. And Aria, who is one. Oh, I love that name, Aria. That was yeah. one of our names. <laughs> and did you yeah, plan all of your babies? All of them were actually planned. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, yeah. So we had Taj when we were 27 and then Kai when we were 29. And then we had a bit of a gap between Kai and Aria. And then mm. um, I had that feeling again that I wasn't finished. And mm. there was another little one waiting. Mm-hmm. So that's when we decided on Aria. It took a bit of convincing, though. <laughs> And how old were you when you had Aria? Um, So I was 34 when I had... Oh, yeah, nice. um, Actually, no, sorry, 34 when I fell pregnant, but 35 when I actually had Aria. Mm -hmm. So there was five years between Aria and Kai. Yeah, Yeah, nice. And did you have any issues falling pregnant with them? Um, It does actually take us a little while to conceive. Um, We don't kind of fall just like... Some people, the first time trying it, kind of yeah. might take six months to a year um, oh, okay. between, you know, starting and actually falling. So we just let the process happen, though. We don't kind of, mm. I don't go into all the, the you know, stuff yeah. that other people do to try and fall. I just let it happen. I know that it will yeah. happen when it's meant to. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Do you want to take us to your first pregnancy? Yeah. Was that a good experience for you? Yeah, I had great pregnancies. Um yeah, I don't kind of 
have too many issues at all. It's all very um, kind so of So no morning sickness? No, no morning sickness. I wow. always say to the midwives when I was, you know, going for my checkups, I'm very boring. <laughs> it's very um, You're so lucky. Kind of <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so no, it was all good. Um, and... Yeah, with Taj, I actually came eight days early with him. Oh, you came early. Um, That's so so rare. Yeah, it was quite nice actually because I wasn't kind of overthinking it. So um, in the middle of the night at midnight, my waters broke in the bed and I woke up and I thought, oh, my God, have I peed myself or (laughs) is this my waters? Because it was like, you know, eight days early. So I kind of didn't go to bed thinking, oh, it could happen. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, we went up the hospital and they said, yep, definitely it was your waters. Um, You can stay up here or you can go home. And I was like, no, no, I'll go home. Mm. Um, I didn't want to be up there for that long if I wasn't actually in labour. So, yeah, yeah, I just came home and no contractions had started yet and I went back to sleep. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I was very calm. And so calm. Yeah, I went back to sleep and then two hours later I woke up um, with a contraction and I thought, okay, I'll just lay here for a bit. Mm. And, yeah, they just started coming every six minutes. Um, so then I thought, okay, I better get up and do a bit of walking around. So had you um, done any prep prior to going to, into labour? Like had you read any books or were you just completely winging it? Um. To be honest, I really was winging it. Like I, oh, wow. I didn't. I did read a few little things, and I went to one of the um, birthing classes. Yeah. Um, me and my husband went, um, but we didn't last the day. We kind of went to half of it. <laughs> yeah. And I just thought, you know, I've got this. This is like we're meant to be able to do this, so mm, I'm sure it'll awesome. be fine, and it will just all flow. And so yeah, I just yeah, I don't know. I just really um, you surrendered, really winged it. Yeah, yeah, I just knew I could do it. Yeah, wow, that's awesome. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. And so your contractions picked up? Yeah, so I got up and I let my husband keep sleeping because I thought this could be a bit of a long process. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, within about an hour, so this was like 2 or 3 a.m., within about an hour I, um, it was, you know, about three to four minutes apart and I thought, oh, it's probably time to wake him up now. Mm. So I woke him up and then he got up and he thought, gosh, this could be a long time. So he started making eggs on toast oh, no. while I was walking around the lounge room oh, and he's gosh. like, do you want eggs? I'm like, no, I just, I'm about to have a baby. <laughs> uh, so Bloody we were man. super relaxed. Yeah, um, that's really relaxed. And then... Yeah, and then we, I was like, okay, now it's getting to the point where I've got to hold on for contractions. We'd probably better go up. Yeah, wow. And yeah, yeah, that's when we went, we started going up. And and what type of care did you choose? Did you get private or were you just going through the public system? Yeah, we just went public, but I ha- I was in kind of like, it's called like a mid- midwife group. So I was seeing the oh, same yeah, midwives. Yeah. Is that at Redlands? Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. at the Redlands. Yep. And so I was always seeing the same ones. And so, you know, the chances of me seeing one that I'd already had mm. were quite high, which did happen. Yeah. Um. So that was nice. Yeah. Yeah. So we drove in um, and then they, they checked, um, I think I got put into the room and they probably didn't realize how far along I was when I got in because it was my first and they thought, oh, this You'll is going to be forever. Be... Yeah, yeah. And I said, oh, no, I think I'm further than you think, <laughs> but you, you tell me because this is my first. I didn't really know, but yeah. I kind of I knew what I was feeling. Um, and so, yeah, we they checked me and I was seven centimetres. Oh, wow. And so they said, all right, we're going in. And they admitted <laughs> <You're> joking. <me. laughs> yeah. So um, we're at any point were you anxious during labor? No, I was totally calm. Mm. I was just having it. Which would have helped. Yeah. And I think that's why they didn't think 
I was that far along because I was just like super calm. Yeah, I just knew that I was like, look, um, I knew it was going to be fine. And they kind of asked me, do you have a birth plan? I said, no, I don't have a birth plan. I just want to have a natural labor. That's mm. that was my, you know, my my number one um, goal was yeah. just to have it naturally. Um, so although I didn't have a plan, I did kind of want that to happen. Um, yeah. yeah, and then yeah, I got admitted and. A couple of, I think it was, I had them at 7.38 in the morning. So I think I was probably in active labour for maybe an hour or two. And then, oh, wow. Yeah. And then I just um, went in the shower actually with mm. him. And I said to the midwives that I'd rather it just be me and my husband in the shower and I'll ring the bell when I need them. Yeah, cool. So <laughs> <laughs> they left and left us to it. And then what? as I was, yeah, as I was feeling ready to push, I rang the little bell, which is in the shower. There's like this little bell thing. Mm. So um, you could feel that your body was ready to push? Yeah, I knew. Yeah, I knew that it was time. And so I rang it and yeah. they came in and um, I said, I'm going to have him right here. And so they mm. put a big mat down and I um, pushed him out and pulled him out myself and bring him up to my chest. Oh, and wow. Yeah, it was really, really awesome. Yeah, <laughs> I that's love labor, so good. So. Oh, I love that. I love that you love labor. It's such an incredible story, though, being your first birth, because it does not always end up like that. No, I think because I just felt really like I knew I could do it. So yeah, when and it sounds like you were really chilled about the whole situation, whereas you know most women, first time mums, are really anxious oh, and yeah. stressed, which can affect your labour. Yeah, yeah, and I was just I'm very determined, so it's kind of like yeah. if I've got something in my head that I'm going to do it, I knew I like I I, I definitely you were doing it do it yeah yeah so you kind of can't get in between a uh, woman who's who's got that determination yes I love um, that did you know you were having a boy yes we did know with him yeah we knew with the boys but we didn't know with Aria so oh cool yeah, oh, it was a wow. bit of a surprise yeah that would have been epic and did yeah. you guys do delayed cord clamping or did you not really know what that was back then um back then I didn't know much about it but we happened to do it naturally anyway so um that's so cool I yeah I feel like I hypnobirthed without knowing what hypnobirthing was because this was you know <laughs> nine ten years ago now so um that's incredible yeah it kind of was very similar to that and mm. you know the heat on my back from Greg holding the shower was really my pain relief so yeah. um when I when the baby came out, I just sat with him in the shower for like you know with the shower off, and we just sat there for um, I don't know maybe it was five minutes or so, and it was in that moment like after that time that we cut the cord, so we didn't leave it for a long time. Mm. Um, long enough. But it was it was definitely like from now I think back we did do Delay you know, what we yeah we did do it to a certain extent. Mm. Um, I mean, they say yeah. even one minute can have so many benefits. Yeah, so, so we definitely went past that. I think it was yeah. probably about five minutes. And oh, then awesome. we went onto the bed and he fed straight away. So then we had about an hour just to ourselves. How amazing. And did he latch straight away? Um, he latched straight away and we fed really well. Um, yeah, cool. But we didn't continue breastfeeding for a long time with him um, mm -hmm. because I just wasn't that informed with it all. And I just, yeah, yeah I didn't really know all about it whereas with my daughter who's you know one we're still breastfeeding and she's 17 months so oh, that's awesome it's just yeah I think you know more the more knowledge yeah everyone's a bit more awake yeah. now but I mean yep. for you to have yep. that 
type of birth first up yeah. is just incredible. So I'm one of those crazy people who love birth. <laughs> <laughs> You're not crazy. You just, you know, you just yeah. got to experience birth the right way, which is, you know, how we all should be experiencing it. I tried to go into my first birth with that attitude, yeah. but I don't think I was as chilled as what you were. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I tried. Really it does come down to you just feeling that, you know. Confidence. Yeah, that you, you're calm and you're strong enough and, um, Actually, one of the quotes when I was in the room waiting, it said, um, "It said, just breathe. You will never live this moment again." Mm. And I thought, "Oh my God, this is that is so true. Like I'm going to enjoy it because I'm never going to get to do this again. Well, yeah. obviously you get to do it again if you have another one, but this actual moment, you know, you're never going to live it again. So you might as well, enjoy you know, it. embrace it and enjoy it. And yeah." We're born to do it, so. Yeah, so mm. true. Oh, yeah. So inspiring. So you obviously would have gone into your second birth then with no fear and feeling super confident. No, I was excited again. Yes, I love that. <laughs> um, I was super excited. I was ready. Awesome. Um, he came one day early, so I oh, yeah. was feeling like I was overdue, but I wasn't overdue. It was just because Taj came early that I thought he was going to oh. come yeah you know early again but um how big was Taj when he was born so that eight pound ten both the boys were eight pound ten. Oh yeah so they were pretty decent sized babies yeah they were good size yeah mm. um yeah and yeah when Kai when I went into I actually didn't my borders didn't break with Kai I just started getting a contraction okay yeah and so it was a bit different um and I had Taj as well so that uh, plays another part because you kind of try, yeah, so you to try and work out what you're going to do with them how old was he at that stage so he was two years and nine months oh, when yeah. I had Kai yeah nice um so yeah I just um actually went for a walk for an hour with my sister mm-hmm. and did some curb walking and while I was having contractions oh gosh <laughs> and then I had dinner and put my son to bed and then yeah, I called my mum and she came over and then we went up and an hour later from being up there, Kai was born in the shower exactly the same, what? straight up into my arms. Yeah, You're joking. No. So that was a really quick labour then this time that around. That was even quicker. So I got up there at 8.30 and I had him at 9 48 oh I think gosh. it was when he was born yeah so was it more intense because it was so quick this time um, around I do remember thinking oh my gosh this is what it's this is what I what it was like and I can't believe I'm doing it again like at the time I was thinking oh god like this is really painful but um mm. not in a bad way just you know it's just full-on it is a full-on pain like you can't say it's not yeah. you're not having that you know full-on kind of pressure Definitely. and everything like that but um, I just knew I could do it again. So I was like, yeah, wow. it'll be fine. As the pain gets worse, it means my baby is closer mm. to coming into my arms. So I just pulled on that strength and I was very self-aware and mm. I knew, I guess I knew so um, just trust with your my body. first, I didn't, yeah, like with Taj, I didn't know, um, you know, what stage I was at, I guess. I just trusted it. Whereas with mm. Kai, I knew, okay, this feeling is, you know, I'm getting closer. Yeah, um, you remember. And so... Yeah, I, it, it all comes back to you. <laughs> um, and, yeah, and then I just, yeah, within an hour he was in my arms and I called mum and said, yep, all done. And she's like, you're kidding me, right? <laughs> and my husband so was back funny. home and Taj didn't even know because she was staying with my son while he was in bed. And, yeah. yeah, Greg went back home by midnight and I think it was 11 o'clock actually and Taj woke up in the morning and Aww, we had baby Ty. Yeah. How special. And did you have any issues with jealousy or anything like that with him? No, no, no issues at all. Um, They 
they when I when he came into the hospital I made sure that like I wasn't holding Kai so mm. that way um I I gave my attention to Taj mm. um that's a good tip yeah it's a really good tip yeah and we kind of they each gave each other a present oh so cute. that Love was kind that. of nice as well yeah mm. um but yeah no they they he it was actually a really nice transition for him yeah so. that's awesome yeah and did you guys plan to go back for round three yeah so we planned um that break well we didn't plan the break but we didn't want to have a baby straight away Mm. um and so yeah when we decided to fall with aria it it took a couple of months for us to fall um yeah so yeah but then we fell and yeah yeah it was pretty much did you have a good pregnancy with her yeah everything was good um any different symptoms compared to no so yeah no i didn't get anything different the only Mm. thing i get is um Symphic, symphys pubic um, dysfunction, which is like to do with your pubic bones. Okay. Um, and that gets worse with each pregnancy, but that's the only thing that, you know, happens to me, I guess. Um, do you feel like you carry differently being third baby and that um, little bit older? Not that you're old, but uh, you know what I, I don't, mean. I don't know if I carry differently, but I feel like I – I like appreciated it a lot because I knew this was mm. going to be my last one as well. Yeah, right. So as I probably, yeah, I probably embraced it a lot. Um, mm. But yeah, with her, she, we went overdue four days actually, so that no was a bit different way. as well. Oh my gosh, you went yeah. over. Yeah. So we didn't expect that. So you had a full mixed bag of gestation times, and of yeah. course the girl made you wait yeah. the longest. <laughs> yeah, we were like, it's got to be a girl. She's making us wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right, because you didn't know you were having a girl, so it was a yeah. surprise. Yeah, so that yeah. was pretty cool. Um, yeah, and then the same thing happened with her pretty much. We just um, – I started having contractions at about 3 oh, – I think it was 4 a.m. actually – and then mm. laid in bed for an hour and then got up and – walked around for a bit I my main goal is to not really sit down once I start feeling contractions so I walk and sway and do all that um and really the only time I sit is when I get in the car to go to the hospital um and that's my way of like helping the baby move down quicker Mm. um when you woke up and felt these contractions would you have something to eat to give yourself energy I did I came down after I had a shower came down had some breakfast I didn't really feel like eating but I did eat a little bit yeah just had a piece of toast I didn't know how long it would go for um but it kind of moves very quickly so from Mm. from that moment to me like kind of once I feel that I need to hold on for a contraction, that's when I know I'm getting to that point. So when I get up yeah. hospital, I'm always about seven centimetres already. Oh, my Lord, you're an amazing yeah. girl. Yeah, and then yeah, and then with her I went up the hospital again. And um, and how yeah, far but, away are you from hospital for that transition? We're only five minutes. Oh, nice. So you're not that far. Yeah, and it's, it's super weird. What I find is my body kind of, while I'm in the car, I feel like, I don't know what it is. Yeah, it it almost just calms down. And then as soon as I get out of the car, I get a massive contraction. Yeah, wow. It's this weird thing that happens and I end up having to hold on to the car. And then I, yeah. And so it's like my body's releasing, like knowing that I'm, it's time now. You're at the hospital. You can let the baby come now. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I just really make sure when I see the midwife um, to let them know that I can do this myself and I don't need a lot Mm. of, I don't need anyone to kind of, um, assist me um and did you have the same care for each baby um yeah yeah oh not the same first midwife but um pretty much all the The same same program 
Yeah, in the same mid- midwife program. Um, yeah, I had with Ari, I actually had one midwife through the whole process. So she. Oh, how cool. Yeah, she just stood back and let me do it again, unassisted. Oh. Um, and then afterwards, we did a very long delayed cord clamp. So we did about. It was probably at least 40 minutes, I'd say. Oh, um, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, and she just fed through that time and just was laying mm. on me. Um, so you just had the placenta attached the whole time? and Yeah, left it attached while I fed. And then when they, I guess when it was ready for us to like move a little bit more, um, I think with Ari it was about 40 minutes mm. before they cut the cord. That's so um, good. And the midwife that I had, I didn't. she just kind of understood. She just knew. Yeah. I didn't even really have to tell her. So she was quite amazing. Oh, that's <laughs> um, so good. Yeah, and so she was there from the start. I didn't see one other person come in the room. It was just her through the whole thing. Oh, how Until amazing. I went back to the room. Well, I mean, they probably had it on your chart, you know. Yeah. She's got this guy. Yeah. She's done it <laughs> twice before. Done. Leave her alone. She's got it under control. I think <laughs> if you kind of go in there with a bit of, like, you, you show them that you've got this Mom. and that you've got the, the strength to be able to do it. They they trust in you as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. The problem is, though, a lot of women don't go in with that much confidence. Yeah. And sadly, yeah. your story is mm. not that common at all. Yeah, I know. And I and I when people I hear people talk about labour as, you know, um, in, in a, not a nice way. I've I want to tell them my story because I'm like it can actually be really beautiful yeah. and you can enjoy it. Yes, it's going to be hard and there's going to be moments where you have to really like dig deep, but mm. um, you can if you trust in yourself and your body. Yeah. You've you're totally confident and you're capable to, to do it, mm, yeah. So true, love so, that. Um, how did you find out it was a girl? Who told you? Was it your hubby or did you see? Um, I, I looked at – I, like, held her and then I looked mm. down because no one else touches her until – except me. I don't <laughs> let anyone. I'm just, like, straight yeah, I love it. into my arms. And then I sit down on the mat. So I just, like, looked at her and I was like, it's a oh, girl. Oh, how amazing. <laughs> God, yeah. that would have been so exciting. Yeah, so that was really cool, yeah. And your breastfeeding journey with her yeah. was a lot better. Yeah, yep. So um, with her, I just really focused on those first six weeks staying at mm, home. And yeah. um, I kind of, you know, didn't go out and try and be a hero and venture mm. out and do things. I just really embraced that that time and yeah. stayed at home with the kids and just, um, yeah, really got to know our, us as a family of five. Yeah. And the boys were just so helpful and amazing. So mm. I think that without me trying to, and I didn't, uh, it was school holidays actually, so they, I had her on the last day of school. So for six weeks I didn't have to go anywhere. Oh, okay, um, yeah. And I really think that contributed to me being able to just nail breastfeeding as opposed yeah. to with the boys where I was, you know, daycare drop-off and just just thinking I was, you know, a, a super superwoman and could mm, do it all. So interesting. All, when we don't have to do it all, we should really just try and, um, you know, sit back and let people help mm. you so that you can kind of, yeah, form that bond so early important. on. Such great advice. Yeah. And because you had such good births, do you feel like you had good mental health afterwards? Um, I I feel like I felt completely empowered and I knew yeah. that I could do anything after those births. Um, yeah, definitely. And I didn't – yeah, I wasn't – I didn't have any kind of mental health issues. Um, but with Aria, she did have colic and silent reflux, so that was a bit different because oh, yeah. we didn't have those – with the boy so that was yeah that was a lot harder for me um 
because you kind of think with your third one you've got it nailed and then mm. she just threw a few curveballs at us. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Um, and but, at any point after your first birth and second birth, did you do any more research or were you just like, nah? Yeah, <laughs> just that not really with the second, maybe a little bit more with the third. I knew a little bit more about hypnobirthing and stuff like that, but I, yeah. um, I still just just went with what I knew. Listen to your body. Yeah, yeah. I just knew that I could do it. And, so amazing. And because of that, my husband's just so chilled about birth. He thinks, oh, this is so easy. I'm like, it's not everyone's <laughs> yeah, like Yeah, oh, my gosh, no. If only yeah. it'd be so nice. I'm like, you've got it easy, mate. He was watching the surfing while I was having Ari. I was like, mate, you've got to get off that. <laughs> oh, wow, he had it so um, easy. But, yeah. Is there any particular music or anything like that that you use to sort of help get you into that zone before labour? I do zone out, so I face the wall and I just I think I get into some kind of zone but I don't have music mm. or anything like that playing I just I'm just in my mind yeah you go within it's a weird yeah yeah I just go within and between contractions I try to have a bit of fun with it and I have a chat and laugh and yeah I'm not too serious mm. throughout it I guess so um but you know there are moments where I'm like oh that was a really big one like <laughs> oh my god it's coming again and all that kind of stuff yeah um, but I know that it's, yeah, I know that it's about to build up and I'm like, here we go again. Mm. Um, and with Ari, I had one contraction that lasted 10 minutes. So that was actually like. What? 10 minutes? Very full on. Yeah. What? I didn't even know that was a thing. No. And the midwife was like, this is still going. I'm like, I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so, so what was your go-to coping mechanism for that? You know, breathing? I just, or... Yeah, I was just breathing and just. Yeah, right just I don't even know I just focused and breathed and I just yeah just kept saying to myself like it's like this means it's getting closer yeah. my baby's closer <laughs> and yeah not out loud I was saying it in my head mm. um yeah so impressive did you have anyone around you that had had a positive birth experience no oh wow no, there was when I had Taj I didn't like I was probably one of the first because I was 27, really? so maybe one of the first in our group that kind of had a baby. And that is yeah, incredible. it's just crazy because you know, 27. I mean, at 27, I really didn't even understand birth, and you know, I just thought you went into the hospital, you got the epidural, they either pulled or cut your baby out. That was how you had them. Yeah, no, I was. I actually, the one thing I was fearful of was the epidural. I just had oh, this fear that. I just and and gas because when I went to the birthing class, I I remember mm. them saying um, that you know the gas can make your baby sleepy, oh. and um, the epidural means that you can't kind of get up and move around after birth, and you also don't know that you're pushing. You are being told mm. when to push, like you don't yeah. you don't know your body's ready to push kind of thing. Yeah. So. Um, and I remember them saying that you know if you stand up, then gravity will help. Mm. So when I left, I said to my husband, like, I don't want the epidural because I want to be able to move around after the birth and I want to be able to feel my body mm. and I want to know what's happening. Mm. Um, it's so and, cool that you had that intuition so young. Yeah, and I said, I don't want the gas because I want my baby to come out alert. Like, yeah. I want the baby to feed straight away and do all those things. Um, and so I said, I don't want to sit down during birth. I want to be either on my knees or standing. Mm. And I knew that gravity 
somebody would help. And so that was the one thing I said to my husband, if you can help me with anything, it's to just remind me that I didn't want to sit down. I don't want to lay down. I don't want to push up. I want to push down. (laughs) Um, And how was he during all your labors? Was he helpful or were you just like, leave me alone? I got this. No, he was helpful in the sense, like he just kind of held the shower thing um, and he'd, you know, bring me water and all that. But he just knew, I guess he knows me pretty well. So he knew that you got this. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't one that had to. So like, you didn't want any pep talks or you know that type. I didn't thing. need any of that. I don't mm. need a pep talk. I I already give that to myself mm. in my head. So you've got such a strong mind. It's really impressive. Yeah, and I think that's just part of it. Like, and if you don't, if you do fear birth, it is you know the key is to you know read as much as you can and listen to as many birth stories that are positive, which is why I love this podcast because. Yeah. You know, there's probably you, you hear a lot of negative ones, and you hear of people going in there with one plan and coming out with another, and yeah. and maybe people overplan. So then they think, oh, that it didn't happen the way I wanted it to. And if we just go in and just trust ourselves, mm. it will actually it'll mm. it'll happen the way it was meant to. Yeah, that's so um, true. Yeah, I remember walking around the shops, and I was looking around, and I was thinking, all these mums have done it. Like if they can do it, like I'd look at that one, I'm like, that that lady did yeah. it, and that lady did it, and we're all different shapes and sizes, and we've all, you know, we're all from different backgrounds, but we all have one thing in common, and that's the strength to be able to give birth. And, yeah. You know, whatever whatever way that might be, um, you know, whether it's a cesarean or whether you, you know, if you have to go that that route or mm. whether you go naturally we've all got the strength to do it it's so just, true it's all within ourselves i guess so yeah exactly so what advice yeah. would you give a first-time mum about to go on their own birth journey um i just say to to trust in yourself to know that yeah. you, you can do it and that you are strong enough and mm-hmm. um not to kind of get caught up on you know how what size is my baby and because a lot of people, yeah. they have these scans and they say, oh, your baby's big. And then they think, oh, no. But your body, your baby will grow to what your body can handle. Yeah. And I truly believe that because both my boys came out at the same size. So one was eight days early, one was one day early. But yeah, I course. feel like my body knew. That's yeah. so true. Um, and then my daughter was eight pounds too. So she was just a slight bit smaller. Yeah. Um, but, you know, all in the eight pounds. So That's I feel like so my body just knew, like, this is what you – you know, this is what you can handle. Mm. We're only ever given what we can handle. And, you know, yeah. if we just trust in ourselves and our ability and, you know, have that self-awareness that we can actually do We're this. empowered enough to be able to do it. Yeah. Then, yeah. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much for coming on today, Michelle. Your story yes, is okay. the greatest example that our bodies are literally designed to do this. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. Yeah. We're made for this. <laughs> yes, we are. Thank you, Michelle. That's okay. Good luck with yours. That brings us to the end of today's episode, guys. Michelle's births are an inspiration and her ability to fully trust the process without any real knowledge on birth is truly admirable. I hope you guys enjoyed the show and I'll see you next week for another episode of Positive Birth Australia. 